Welcome everyone uh, to the present show, another of our episode this week. We are, uh, where, where are we? In Canada, right? This week. And uh, our, our guest is Duncan. So welcome, Duncan. Uh, good afternoon. Hello, everyone. And as usual, we have uh, Mindful Pat as well, right? From directly from 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 Krakow, from Wrocław today. Yes, yes. From Wrocław. Yes. So Hello, we are part direct of the world, and we are talking about mindfulness as usual. So um, Duncan is an IBMer. So and uh, Duncan, tell us something more about you. Um, yes, I came into IBM through an acquisition. Um, been practicing mindfulness and meditation about 30 years, I guess, pri privately. Um, helped found a mindfulness center out in British Columbia. Mm -hmm. um, and then a few years back, I was on assignment in Brazil. And um, that was when the sort of mindfulness movement in IBM was, was really getting re-energized and, and reborn. So I had a great opportunity to do some stuff down in Brazil and then do some town halls and start some eight-week programs and um, some stuff like that, working with Alessandra and Natasha down in Brazil. Mm -hmm. And uh, now I'm back in Canada working with uh, Julie and Christine on the Canada Mindfulness. Excellent, excellent. Did, did the acquisition have anything to do with mindfulness? Um, no, I don't think so. Um, that was just one of those uh, one of those things. But it was uh, awesome in that it um, gave a great opportunity to be part of a, a large company and the global IBM movement. So that's been a really positive side of the acquisition. Is there any difference between mindfulness practice in Brazil versus Canada? Yeah, some, some difference. The, um, it was quite interesting in Brazil. People are really enthusiastic, um, and uh, it's very much a people culture. It's very much a group culture. Um, so uh, it started off with sort of contacts we all had, and then it just really grew by word of mouth, and people just really... Uh, really threw themselves into it in a very enthusiastic way, and I think um, from what we from what we started, I think Alessandra and Natasha carried on and trained as mindfulness teachers. And I think I was talking to Natasha last week. We've done something like uh, two, three hundred people have gone through that eight-week program in Brazil now, um, starting with me and then with with them too. Um, and then um, another thing we did was uh, integrate into the manager training, the standard IBM manager training. And um, that was with uh, Rafaela, a Brazilian. So again, just this great enthusiasm. We said, how about we try to integrate mindfulness into the standard manager training? And Rafaela was like, oh, that'll be so great. Let's get it done. And uh, like a month later, we were doing a, a pilot on the three-day course. So it's a very enthusiastic approach in Brazil. And um, it was a lot of fun working there. And Canada? Oh, yeah, Canada's uh, very, very different. So. Um, um, Sunit Alves, um, that many people know, did, a, did an amazing job here. Um, and, and Judy Foxcross has done an amazing job. We're actually getting some funding for it. Um, so Sunit could actually do um, you know, half, half a day a week uh, funded. Um, and that led to do really, really great work here and really set up. Um, so there's mindfulness rooms in 17 locations across Canada. Um, and there's there's a wiki and there's there's 15 minute sessions every week and and so forth. So um, in Canada, in a way, it's it's more organized. And the great thing is we're sort of much more tied into the structures and I've got some funding to do some some great stuff. And it's such a wide country as it makes another difference because it's uh, between the 
the two sides. We we struggle to find out what time zones to to do things in. So there are other struggles, but so at, at the end, one part is more a building uh, mindfulness tradition, and the other way it's the the experience in Canada is more established, so that you you have different levels of also knowledge of mindfulness, right? That's right. Yeah, exactly, Lely. In Brazil, that was a few years ago, so it was the creation, really the beginning, and in Canada, uh, building on what Julian Sunitor have done, it's really yeah, building and extending. Um, so it's yeah, it's a different vibe. And you are probably the first guest we have that went through an acquisition. So did you practice mindfulness already before? Yeah, so I practiced mindfulness before, um, yeah, for, for many years. And that was certainly helpful during the acquisition. Um, it's, it's obviously quite a big change. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought IBM did the acquisition very well. They, they're very explicit that you're going to be going through big changes. And they even kind of show you graphs of the the change curve and resistance to change and embracing change. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought it was done quite skillfully, um, but certainly having a mindfulness practice is is really useful uh, in times of big change. How? You, where is yeah. it useful? Yeah, that's that's. Uh... Uh, yeah, I mean, one just in terms of the stress of changes, just being more. Um, uh, more present with what's going on, less less wasted time on kind of fighting changes that are going to happen. Um, I think mindfulness really helps build resilience generally. So insofar as um, we have healthier structures and we're more present and calmer, that gives us more more resilience and energy for meeting changes. Um, and also, uh, I think mindfulness also just gives you a little bit of space to to step back. So it gives more space for some creativity and just looking at the bigger picture. Um, and yeah, in that sense, just seeing the, the benefits of the acquisition and the possibilities, um, the sort of growth mindset rather than, oh my God, what's changing? And so that's, that's a few things I can think of that helped. You've been practicing mindfulness for uh, many years now. Have you noticed changes in these past 30 years, maybe ex- especially when it comes to resistance to, to mindfulness or to change? Uh, personally or in the like in the society generally personally society however you want to answer it yeah um yeah i mean personally when i when i started um it was a little bit separate from my from my work and i think that's the case been the case for many uh, people doing mindfulness or meditation is something they've done in their private life and it hasn't really you know carried over into their work or um a corporation um so what I've noticed over the years is integrating that more and more into my, into my daily life and into my work. And in parallel, I think there's been a big shift in culture where it's much more um, mainstream now and people really, like there's so many distractions these days and everyone feels like they're running and stressed all the time. So I think the benefit of a mindfulness practice has become much more, um, I think the needs become much greater and the awareness um, that it's not sort of some strange thing that anyone can do it has grown a lot as well. So I think both personally and, and what I've seen changing in corporate culture is uh, things are getting more integrated. Uh, did you ever get some pushback from, big, from various colleagues and people around you about how weird is the practice or, yeah, okay, it's good, but without further continuation? So, yeah, def- definitely. Um, 
it was quite fun in Brazil when we tried integrating into the, the standard uh, three-day manager training. Um, so when I did the little introduction, uh, everyone was kind of joking around thinking we were going to be sitting in full lotus and saying om and levitating. Um, <laughs> they were quite good humored about it, but that was the, um, uh, that was the kind of idea of what mindfulness or meditation was. Um, so it was, it was, that was quite fun. But what I found was by really um, just explaining what it was and, and doing simple practices together and showing how that's really relevant, we did like various practical exercises and integrated it into the manager exercises. Like you, you have a, um, a member of your team is going through a crisis and comes to you for help and you're rushing around and we kind of did exercises there of just taking a little space and uh, reconnecting to some empathy. Um, so people, I think, just really then saw it's it, it's not weird and it's not strange and it's just really practical and and really a necessity for for um, managing in a modern modern day setting. How do you uh, break that stereotype, or how did you do it with the the manager program? Was it through the practical exercises only, or a theory, or a combination? It's a combination. So first of all, just really explaining what mindfulness is in very simple terms, that it's a very, it's just very naturally being present. Um, and, you know, trying to remove some of the preconceptions people have, like it's saying arm and levitating. <laughs> um, uh, practical exercises, so they actually get to experience. So, you know, even just in a minute or two, people can get a sense, oh, this, I feel a little bit calmer, I feel a little bit clearer, that that was, that actually felt good. Um, and then, um, I think also just sharing stories. So, um, you know, Google's had a program since I think at least 2007, um, uh, sharing stories like from General Mills where the, the lady that started mindfulness there um, sort of brought it in executive weekend. So, you know, relative conser relatively conservative company. So I think sharing stories, you know, what universities have done, hospitals have done, schools have done, uh, that really helped people understand it's, you know, it's, it's growing across the world and lots of people are benefit, benefiting. So I think between the three, um, explaining what it is, the practical exercises, and um, really sharing stories from the, the world that they know. Do you have any uh, best practices or tips for getting started or how people can get more engaged with the topic? Um, yeah, so I mean, there's a wealth of resources in each country. Um, so I really encourage people to connect with their local IBM practice leader and find out what's what's going on. Um, uh, I think, you know, yeah, finding someone to guide some practices and, and learning is the place to start. Um, a, a few kind of extra tips. Um, so there's, in uh, mindfulness practice, there's what they call sort of more formal, where you're kind of sitting down for a few minutes and breathing, and informal, which is kind of things you use during your day um, just to help you be more present. Um, so I think it's it's worth... Uh, being aware of those two and making sure you're using both of those both of those tools. Um, so some of the ones I like that are informal because um, we're sitting at desks a lot. Um, so uh, and what I notice a lot with with my team and walking around the office is, is posture. Um, so I like a few simple exercises around posture and particularly the eyes. Um, so if you've ever had that um, one where you're just staring at the screen and typing. <laughs> Uh, and you get that kind of fixed mind state. Um, so you can do very simple exercises that just kind of loosen that and bring a bit of awareness. Um, 
So if you guys up for trying it, um, what I like is you just put your two fingers in front like this, and you're just gazing gently at your fingers. And then what we're going to do is we're going to open up the um, hands, and you just keep your eyes gently ahead, and keep opening your arms until you're just seeing your fingers in the periphery of your eyes. And then slowly come back again. Just keeping the gaze forward. Just looking at the eyes. And then one more time. So you're just keeping the eyes forward. Seeing that fingers out of the peripheral. You can maybe wiggle your fingers, see if you see them. And then bring it on back. You can, you can move them around too also, right? Um, yeah, that would be actually really fun, Pat. Yeah, that would be uh, a creative way. So anything, anything really that's, yeah, stretch, I like that. Anything that's stretching your eyes and moving in different directions uh, is really good. Um, it's amazing how much you can see also, like how our perspective is a lot wider than when we focus just on one thing. Oh, is that, exactly. Yeah, that's well put. And that's the whole point because we're, we're in this sort of fixed, uncreative overwork mind and the eyes get very dry too so yeah by opening up and seeing the wider space that also um it's relaxing but also makes us more creative mm -hmm. um similar one is i like especially if you're near a window um you can just kind of look at your hand closely and then just gaze out in the distance through the window and then look back at your hand and then gaze out of the window again Yeah, exactly. You can also do it just looking across the long room. It's the same idea. You're just you're just changing the focus of the eyes. Mm -hmm. Mindfully, so like that. In this case, it's perhaps uh, you know thinking of the hand, right, and thinking of what we're looking at the same time. So like mentally being totally there, not only for the yeah, eyes. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, everything. Yeah, not thinking about your email while you're doing that. No, sure. exactly. That, that, that's, uh, <laughs> that's important. Because then, then we, 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 lo we lose the focus uh, anyway, right? If we, we are in our emails or we are in our places. Yeah, exactly, Lele. So it's bringing, you're bringing awareness to the eyes and then you're using these simple movements. Well, really just to bring awareness to how fixed your eyes might have been if you're just staring at the screen. Um, and... So it brings awareness and also helps you loosen up a little bit. Do you use a mental note as a technique? Like, uh, because I some uh, that I discussed with find uh, quite useful the fact that in a moment when you look at the hand, you mm. take a mental note, say hand. And when you look in front of you, you take a mental note, say street, perhaps. Or, uh, yeah. So yeah, that can this be little really note helps you to bring more in the present. Yeah, that can be really useful. Yeah, especially if our minds are really busy and if they're going, oh, email, meeting, meeting, then by doing the mental note that you described, it gives our mind some, our busy mind something to focus on. So yes, that can be really useful. I have a question for someone that has, uh, like you, a lot of experience in mindfulness, right? And this came into one of our practice groups. Someone said, you know, uh, now I've been practicing for a while, right? One year or so. And I don't know how to move forward, right? So I, mm. shall I go on a Zen meditation or should I get to Vipassana or what, what should I read? Where should I go? Uh, so not for the beginners, but for who is already a bit accustomed with mindfulness, where, where they should go? What do you think? 
Um, yeah, I think it, uh, it depends a lot on a person's interests. So, you know, mindfulness techniques come out of a Buddhist concept, a Buddhist um, context. Um, and, you know, so within Zen or within Vipassana techniques or, or various other uh, meditation traditions, um, one can get deeper contact with mindful, mindfulness techniques mm-hmm. uh, or other kind of meditation work. So I, th- I think it really depends on a person's uh, interest and um, particular path. Um, it might be for pure mindfulness, like something like Vipassana inside, or, or you can actually do mindfulness retreats. Mm-hmm. Um, those can be really good. There's a lot of meditation techniques that, um, where you're sort of changing the state. Um, you might be chanting or, or visualizations or so on. And mindfulness is really just being present. So it's breathing and being aware of the body. So if you're looking to deepen your mindfulness practice, um, a kind of mindfulness-based or insight-based retreat that's just very simple on the breath is probably very useful. Um, another tip, if, if I may, um, one thing I, I find a lot with um, people that are practicing mindfulness because uh, I work quite a lot in part-time in a retreat center mm-hmm. and we spend a lot of time setting up the space. Um, so if anyone's done a retreat, when you, when you come into a retreat center, everything's set up in the space and the environment to kind of support you to, to get a little bit of calm and uh, to go deeper in your mindfulness. Um, and we found that's, that's kind of missing element that, that people often don't bring back into their, their daily lives or their work. Um, and, I thought a lot about this and, and um, we run some courses on this, um, but basically you can take the same principles that you use in a retreat center and apply those in your daily life. So for example, you're at your desk, um, you know, just really cleaning up your desk, putting a few kind of calming or beautiful objects around mm-hmm. that can just make a huge difference in terms of deepening your mindfulness practice at work. Cause it just, whenever you're at your desk, you just feel calmer. And then if your eyes kind of, go off to the side, you see um, like your Zen rock or whatever, you feel calming or some flower and it just reminds you or reminds you, okay, take a breath. Um, so simple things like that I think can be really important as well for helping people go, go a bit deeper and integrate more. Duncan, would you mind leading us in one of your uh, <laughs> mindfulness practices? <laughs> a mindful minute. Yeah, sure. You've uh, you're a quick study there, Patrick. You have your 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 <laughs> mindful desk all set up. <laughs> you're always filled with great tips, and I try to implement them quickly. <laughs> that was that was impressive for speed. Um, okay, yes, sure. So just take a moment, getting comfortable on your chair and amongst your plants. Uh, one thing I find can be helpful too. You can just move side to side like a pendulum. This is encouraging you to have your back free and then just gradually reduce the pendulum motions until you just find, just naturally find following your own body sense, the place where you feel nicely balanced. Let's just take a few deep breaths. As you're breathing in, just feeling the energy, the oxygen, the life coming into your body your blood oxygenating. And as you breathe out, just let it all go, feeling the body relax. 
And now just let your breathing settle down into a normal breath, whatever's natural for you right now. And just noticing that rhythm uh, just for a minute as you breathe in. Notice how it's bringing energy and oxygen, kind of invigorating your body. Just noticing how there's a kind of a kind of a tingle, a kind of enlivening feeling as you breathe in. And bring the awareness more to the out breath. Notice how as you breathe out, your whole body just relaxes a little bit, letting go of the stale air. Kind of almost like a sigh, just letting go of the breath. So just noticing that rhythm, breathing in, bringing in energy, oxygen, enlivening, breathing out, just letting go, easing, peaceful. Breathing in, enlivening. Breathing out, letting go, relaxing. Breathing in, enlivening. And breathing out, relaxing, letting go. Okay, and in your own time, you can open your eyes and wriggle your fingers and toes, have a stretch. And there's a mindful minute. Perfect. Thank you so much, Duncan. Oh, it's a pleasure. It's a thank lot you. of fun to chat with you guys. Oh, oh you've got nice plants in your background too, like Lily. Uh, I, I had to furnish, right? I, it's a you know, <laughs> daily competition with the, 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 the super planted desk of, of Pat. He has always yeah, plants a, around. That's a close run. I, I'm not sure who has the better plot display. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing and being here with us. Uh, it's uh, precious tips and hints for everyone. Thank you, Pat, as usual. And uh, for more, as usual, the present show is here. So comment if you would like to know something in particular. Otherwise, see you in one week with an update of our episode. And thank you for sharing. Bye, everyone. Okay. Bye, everyone. Thanks, guys.